This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, and I'm happy to have all you folks out there in San Francisco, Hoboken, Grand Rapids, Charlotte, Asheville, Huntington, West Virginia, San Benito, Texas, Corpus Christi, Phoenix, Arizona, wherever you are, even you folks there in New Orleans. Did you know we have a lot to praise the Lord for? I tell folks, we got a lot to praise the Lord for. Under this ministry here where the Lord has given us the truth, I know there's lots of error out there. I know that. And I got a letter from a lady who told me that uh, her mother used to listen to Pastor Shelton back there many, many years ago. And the Lord dealt with her heart over these years and just recently saved her. And it just blessed my heart when I got the letter and she put her phone number in there and I called her. And she lives over in East Texas. And we had a gracious time on the phone for about an hour talking about the Lord. That's what we talk about here. Oh, my friend, we, 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 we don't have uh, uh, movies in, on, in church. We don't have a ball game. We don't have car washes. We don't have uh, go to the beach and strip off in the, in the summertime. And, and we don't do all those things. But what we do here, we, we enjoy fellowshipping around the Word of God, around the Lord, talking about what the Lord has done for us. And that's what we want to talk about this morning, how that the Lord gave Adam a help me. You know, the greatest blessing that man can have here on this earth, you and me, my friend, my brother, is to have a wife that's a helpmeet. A helpmeet. You know, the pastor, the pastor needs a helpmeet. Oh, I've seen, I've seen couples. I've seen couples where the Lord uh, saved a man and wife, and she became a helpmeet to him, and she did all she could. All that criticism was gone. All of that second guessing was gone. And, and on both sides, man and woman, you know, the Lord gave us the ability to love, love our mates and love our, our husband and love our wives. And we're going to get to that in much, much more detail when we get into the, into the home. We're looking at that first home now. And we saw there how Jehovah God gave Adam a helpmeet. Or we could call it a wife if we wanted to, but it was a helpmeet. That was, that's what he said. Listen to this beautiful story. Beginning there in verses 21, 22 in Genesis. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. Now, it wasn't that grace? He slept. And, and he took one of his ribs and clothed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her to the man. Now, my friend, he did a major surgery on old Adam. He made surgery. He did his major surgery on Adam. He opened his chest up and took a rib. I don't know why he did that. I have no idea. He could have spoke her into existence like he did uh, Adam, out of the dust of the earth and breathed into her nostrils. But he didn't do that. He chose to do it like this. And he brought her to the man. Pastor Shelton called that a Caesarean birth. But my friend, it was love at first sight because Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Don't you like to see folks uh, court and love and fall in love? I do. Oh, my friend, young couples, you know, we see so much today of uh, sexual perversion. We see so many folks now shacking up before they, oftentimes, they never get married. 
But my friend, just to see a man and courting his future wife and and those things, it's a beautiful picture, my friend. Listen, it's it's just a beautiful thing. A Christian young man and woman falling in love, and here they fell in love with each other. And he said, she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Woman was not taken from the head of man to rule over him. No, I often mention that when I conduct uh, weddings for folks. Uh, this woman that, 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 that thou holdest by thy hand, she wasn't taken out of your head, out of Adam's head, to, to be a ruler over you. No, no, neither was she taken from his feet or to be trampled upon and to be his chattel mortgage. But woman was taken from the side of man, right near the heart, to be his helpmeet to be loved and cherished. Uh, do you, you get anything out of these messages, my friend? Maybe you say I'm just an old fogey-eyed fool, and that's all sentimental jerky. My friend, but would you listen? The woman was ordained to be the helpmeet of, of Adam by God. Oh, she was, she was not taken out of, his, out of his head. No, she wasn't taken out of his feet, but she was taken from the side near the heart to be loved and cherished by him. Now, my friend, I know women that you can't love. I know, folks, uh, marriages where the woman made it impossible for the husband to love her and vice versa. I know that. But, my friend, you know what? The Lord gives us a love. I praise the Lord for that, my friend. Oh, but listen, listen. Here we see the first love couple. They were made for each other. You've often heard the statement, they were made for each other. And I believe in a godly marriage, I believe they're made for each other. Then there in Genesis 2.24, we find the first marriage ceremony, which was performed by Jehovah God. Let me say, Jehovah God of the Old Testament is the Lord Jesus of the New Testament. Jehovah God of the Old Testament is the name for our covenant God. And this name is always used in covenant relationship. And these modernistic translators of this revised version, they say the name Jehovah was picked up back there in the dark ages, that it was come out of superstition. They don't know a thing in the world about the covenant of God. Now we see this woman, the first woman, first man standing before God to be married. Wouldn't you like to have been there? I would. I would have liked to have been there. I like marriages. I perform many marriages. I do pray for those married couples that the Lord would hold them together, keep them together. I like to, to give them a charge, as it were, to be faithful. The Bible says, until death do we part. And, and I know the world we're living in today. I know of the, the, of the shacking ups. I know all of those things. But my friend, that's not the way the Lord ordained it to be. That's sin. Fornication is sin, my friend. But I tell you, I read in some of the uh, columns in the paper, I've been in a relationship for 10 years now. My friend, you've been living in sin for 10 years. Get a grip. Get a grip. You're sinning against a holy God, my friend. Oh, but listen, listen. Let's go back to our study. These modernistic translators, we look there of this RSV. They say it came from old superstition. Now, we see this man and woman standing before the Lord Jesus Christ to be married. Isn't that a beautiful picture? Wouldn't you like to have been there? I would have. 
Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Oh, that concluded that first marriage ceremony. This first wedding, first establishment of the first home, there's a state of innocency under the covenant of works we find of the first home. There is a state of innocency there, my friend. Our first parents, Adam and his wife, they were the king and the queen of the whole earth with authority to subdue it and to replenish it and to have dominion over it. Now, my friend, how, how gracious would it be if every wedding, if the, if the couple would be charged with the responsibility to honor the Lord, to be faithful in their marriage vows, to be faithful in their daily life, in their daily walk. What a, what a gracious world we would be living in if, uh, if all of our folks were faithful. It would. My friend, I know, what, I know where we live. I know what we're living in. I know how that we have gotten away from the grace of God. And people now, many of them, they live like, uh, I just say they live like hell. They don't have a home. They just have a house to stay in. And then the saddest part is that little old children come along and they're not loved. Oh, my friend, we have, we have a, a brand new grand, great grandbaby, little boy. And he just, you can just love him, my friend. I love him. They smell so good. And when they get big enough to, to put their arms around your neck and, and, uh, and, and pop all, pop all, pop all this and pop all that. Oh, my friend, I want to go to Papa's house. I want to go to Papa's house. My friend, why not? Why not make a home instead of just a house? I, I just urge you, you. Are you contemplating getting married? Don't do it until you're ready to, to honor the Lord. Honor the Lord, my friend. It's a great privilege to honor the Lord, to set your home. We're going to look at it in the next study or two at, the, at our home. It's a home that you bring that child into and bring that woman home to. And love her, my friend. Not much love in this world today, is it? No, we're going to look how Satan wrecked that first home. Listen, listen, uh, old Satan, a fallen creature. Once he was a ruler of this whole earth, but now he's fallen because he said, I will be. I will be like God. He aspired to be God. He still aspires to be that. His whole ambition, my friend, is to be like God and to be like our, be like our Father. But, my friend, he'll never do it. But he wrecked many homes. His, his whole purpose. You know what happens when Satan wrecks your home? You go to hell. It's a, it's a miracle of grace that the Lord ever snatches you back. Our juvenile courts, our family courts are so bogged down now. Oh, my friend, with uh, deadbeat dads. Oh, I mentioned that in the study past. How many deadbeat dads? Listen, folks, do, do I offend you by calling you a deadbeat dad? That's what you are if you don't take care of your family, your children, your wife, and your spouse. You can walk off and leave her if you want to, but you leave those children. You, they're your responsibility, and I'm glad the law is cracking down on that. But, oh, they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't have to. That should be your first priority, to, to take care of your children. Make sure they have a place over there, a roof over their head and, and a warm place to sleep and uh, food on their table and, and get them, make sure they're in school when they get big enough and all of those things. But, my friend, I know that's not the way it is. 
But would you pray for the old trailblazers? We go on in these studies. I think it's one of the most important things we could ever bring you. Our, our young people, I hope, I hope that you may get these CDs and give them to your young married couple. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll make an impression with them. Would you pray for me as I pray for you? Oh, I pray for you day by day, young people, that the Lord will hold you. Don't let you go. Because if you go out, you may never come back. Not many ever come back once they get out. Taste of wildlife out there. Remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.